Hi guys, welcome to Woodwork and Nutmegs. We've had one hell of a season. What a crazy round of fixtures, and yes, this Premier League has ended with a bang, a huge bang. And what a great source of entertainment this has been for the last one month. Really, really filled up our days, and the amount of excitement it has provided really kept us on our toes throughout. And we've got some insights as what we think about the final day finish and how intense and exciting it was. Yeah, the Premier League never fails to entertain, does it? Always a box office league, and um, the relegation battle, amazing. Watford fought really hard, uh, scored two goals after being three 0 down. Bournemouth gave the all and won, but in the end, Grealish made the difference. He stepped up, and relegation was dusted off. And really heartbreaking for Bournemouth, and really heartbreaking for Watford. But in the end. Yeah. Yeah, Grealish stepping up. Grealish definitely did do a great job. I mean, he practically did carry Villa throughout the season, and massive, massive amounts of credit needs to go, need to go to him because the way he's performed, playing at the left, playing in the centre, creating chances, he's taken so many hits. The most fouled player also. So yeah, he's actually done a lot for the club, and he he was a part of the team before they got relegated from the Premier League. Performed then, went to relegation. Perform that helped them get promotion, and now he's helped them sustain another season as well. Really, one massive talent in the English squad. Something they really need to keep an eye for, and definitely make great use of him in the team. Yeah, he's been at Villa practically for his entire life, and you could see the emotions getting the better of him when he did secure safety for Aston Villa and. Um, it is my understanding that he will definitely leave i am confident it always seemed his personal objective that help villa stay up which he has done and then leave and his price is not going to go down and because they've guaranteed premier league football next season aston villa and um but on the other hand is uh, admirers united they've gained champions league football and with that extra revenue, I think they can get the Grealish signing, you know. Exactly. I mean, they have been looking for a creative, uh, a creative player, but they already managed to get Bruno Fernandes. But they definitely don't have the right backups. United has managed to secure a very amazing first team football, first team, uh, uh, sorry, a uh, team that uh, first team, but they don't have the the quality backups that they would require to actually compete in all four competitions. And the signing of players like Grealish is exactly what they would need. He's got PL experience. He's done it at the highest level. And he's got that leadership. He's got that personality to actually carry a team. So he's definitely United material. But since Villa have managed to stay up, his price tag isn't going down. So United will have to look at the finances. Plus, they have the Sancho signing on their mind. During which also Dortmund are not ready to budge one bit. So these are going to be some interesting months in terms of transfers for United, especially for attackers. Yeah, but that's why I think Woodward would be buzzing now that United have gained Champions League qualification. And if they reach the Europa League final this season, they could get another extra 10 to 15 million. Um, but I am confident that United are going to sign players, sign top players. And mm-hmm. Jack Grealish um, is going to be on the transfer list. And talking about United, what an impressive turnaround it has been for them. You know, uh, being finishing third despite being 14 points behind, you know, uh, towards the 
end of game week 18 this is actually this is actually a really good story because every time chelsea dropped points united had the chance to actually go past them but even they did so finally they managed to actually secure that gap no so actually they were very behind in terms in the initial phase of the season but slowly and steadily they managed to close the gap and even after closing the gap the intense rivalry that the premier league has they were still not able to actually go past and secure a spot in the top four. But now they finally, it's a story of proper perseverance because it shows how difficult it was. There is a lot of pressure, especially when the team you need to overtake has lost. And it, and it could, it was actually being shown. But United having finally been able to do it is really a big deal. And it shows that this team is ready for the next season. The new signings have certainly helped and the squad is looking better. They, they, they're looking like they're getting back to their original stride. And... It is actually making the top six even more and more interesting. Yeah, and there's no doubt that Bruno Fernandes has been the absolute game changer. He's absolutely been on fire since he was signed in January. Uh, he's only lost one game in all competitions. And uh, under with him, United still haven't lost any games in the Premier League. But United would be naive to get uh, carried away with it. They still need Grealish. Bruno Fernandes looked fatigued, absolutely knackered towards the end of the Premier League and um, today as well he was exhausted and signing Grealish is absolutely important to keep competition for those places, to get the best out of each other and for United to compete in all competitions. Yeah, I think you put it across perfectly as it was but looking at the team that they surpassed Chelsea, they also managed to get uh, UCL football and they have managed to, even after losing their best player in the world, obviously we've spoken about it, losing their best player, not in the world, in, in the Premier League, having a fully young squad, many players from the development, a very inexperienced manager, and they still managed to get Champions League football. We couldn't have expected this from them. We, What probably people were expecting was a disastrous season, maybe to qualify for the Europa League. But look at this, they've actually managed to... Uh, qualify for the Champions League, they're in the FA Cup final, managed to read the round of 16 of Champions League, that's not a very big achievement, but still something to be proud of because their group had teams like Valencia, Ajax, which put up a really difficult fight. So Chelsea also have managed to actually put up a really, really glorious season. Yeah, if you contextualize the season, Lampard and Oli have done an absolutely fantastic job. And Lampard, especially given the transfer ban and He's managed some players well, Christian Pulisic in particular. Um, but Chelsea too have a big task at their hands. They too need to be competing for titles. They've already got great signings, Havertz and uh, Hakim Ziyech. And with Champions League football secure, next seven days expect another announcement for Kai Havertz. But a defender signing is on the cards too. What do you think about that? Chelsea has been so hungry. They've been showing so much promise and so much... Uh, they've been actually showing that they want to improve. They want to go right up, right to the top. They're backing their manager. They're giving him the funding in such a difficult situation and spending spending money on... It's actually really fantastic transfer business. Getting players like Timo Werner and Hakim Ziyech for a total of 80 million, 80, 85 million. I mean, that is so, so, so great. Their team struggled to get one player for such a big amount in today's market. They've managed to get two quality players and both of them attackers in the prime of their game. Really commendable business. And now they're almost about to get Kai Havertz on the line. 
one of the most promising young players in Europe right now. He's 21 or 22, had a great season with Bayern Leverkusen, carried them on his back, and he can. He's probably the Chelsea's Kevin De Bruyne, what they probably might want to use him as. So they are increasing the competition in squad in their squad, and they want to be ready for all the four competitions they face next season, and they really want to put up a show. But yes, their defense has been leaking so many goals. It's one of the worst defensive performances by Chelsea in the last 15 years. Chelsea, who's known to have such a great defense, is really a disastrous season in terms of their defense, and they really need to be looking for reinforcements. Yeah, in the top 10 sides, Chelsea had the best, worst defensive record, and they are going to look towards reinforcements, and they are going to look towards selling some some players. Um, As a result of the massive uh, splurge in the transfer market, they might want to uh, balance their books. Um, but on the other hand, as two clubs rejoice, United and Chelsea, Leicester are the other hand heartbroken. First half of the season, they were flying. No one expected them to do so. Um, but nonetheless, it's still the second best uh, finish in the Premier League apart from the league title win, and they've gained Europa League. What do you make of Leicester? Leicester continuing their fairy tale story. Obviously, winning the Premier League, it was very difficult. We didn't really expect them to continue winning the Premier League. Obviously, it was going to be very difficult for them. They didn't, neither did they make any big signings. They lost players like Mares and Engolo Kante. So we naturally thought that okay, this was a once in a lifetime opportunity, and now they're going to go back to being a mid-table team. But with the inclusion of Brendan Rodgers, I think they've establishedly made the they've made the top six. Into the top seven, that just makes the Premier League more and more interesting. Probably we might see some signings from them as well. They also Vardy managed to get top scorer again. What a striker he is! Season after season, he doesn't disappoint. Managers change, players around him change, the goal creators change, but his goal scoring just never stops. And what an electric player he is! He always manages to find the net and getting the golden boot when competing with players like Salah, Mane, Aubameyang. Harry Kane, it's really, really some job. Very commendable. Yeah, I'm sure Leicester are really depressed at the moment right now, but they have to uh, applaud themselves. They have to pick themselves up. They did lose some momentum. Uh, they lost some key players in the post-lockdown phase. Uh, Madison, Soyuncu. Um, Chilwell. But, yeah, Chilwell. But uh, they will be looking at the window to make some uh, slight tweaks in their squad. It looks like Madison will stay. Nobody will be willing to pay that uh, absurd 60-70 million price. Same goes for Chilwell, and Leicester could, you know, play that to, towards their advantage. Leicester has such a promising squad, and because of their very stringent transfer business, they might actually be able to keep their top players and build a solid squad around that. Really excited for them. Obviously, the end was not as we'd expect it to be, but when we look at the whole season, it's really something they should be proud of, because we really didn't expect them to get a top four finish or a top five finish, but they were in it for most of the season. They slipped in the end, but that is how it is. The second half of the season gets so tiring. It gets so competitive. Teams really find it difficult to sustain. But this is a feather they can put in their hat, and they can look look forward to next season being more ready to compete. Especially in the Europa League, and talking about Europa League, um, another heartbroken side, Wolves, um, with their defeat to Chelsea, they confirmed to uh, finish seventh. And Spurs have got that Europa League spot, but 
Wolves, they missed out on Europa League for the second. They could have got Europa League for the second consecutive season. But they still are in this season's Europa League. And uh, they're playing good. They're in the round of 16. And, but, but nevertheless, they must be really annoyed with themselves. Coming so close to a European place yet again. But they too seem to be another side that have that is going to cement the top 10 finish in the years to come. Exactly. All of these teams are just making Premier League more and more and more interesting, more and more competitive. Because Wolves also were uh, middle, uh, not, not the best of the teams. But after their inclusion, Nuno has done a massive job. He's established them as one of the top teams. Anytime a top six team faces them, they're worried that they're going to get all the three points or not. They really make them run for their money. And obviously, they'll be very disappointed they're not getting Europa League football. But that's the competition in the Premier League. And they will also be looking to make some signings. But it's going to be difficult in this market. But they have always managed to do it without these signings. So next season also, they'll be looking to go all guns blazing, learning from their mistakes. But yeah, that's how it is. But as we talk about Wolves missing out on the Europa League spot, let's talk about another team which actually managed to make this, uh, made make it to the Europa League, Tottenham Hotspur. What do you make of their season? Yeah, Mourinho had a difficult job at hand. Players looked really fatigued. They still weren't. They still hadn't got over the Champions League defeat, as Loris said recently. And they've they've had poor performances under Mourinho. There's no way to sugarcoat it. But since he took over, he's, uh, Spurs have been the best, you know, in terms of points won. And Europa League, obviously Spurs, in the recent seasons, they've established themselves at the caliber of Champions League. And, you know, finishing up as runners-up last season, Europa League is really underwhelming. And to even let it go towards the end of the season, towards the last kick of the ball, it must have been embarrassing for them. But nevertheless, it's still better than nothing. No European football at all. Um, and maybe it will enable them to, you know, make some minor changes to the... And minor, and should I add, desperate changes in the... Uh, uh, Absolutely. Yeah. So, my point of view is being a Chelsea fan really hates Spurs. But all I've got to do is pity for... All I've got is pity for them this season. The way the season has looked for them, obviously the Champions League defeat haunts them so much. We could see their shambolic performances in the start of the season. Got a manager as good, as great as Pochettino sacked. And then they didn't manage to make any great signings to their squad. And Dombele wasn't able to perform to his full potential. And even the attacks, they didn't they didn't, re, they didn't actually get many reinforcements. <laughs> Excuse me. They didn't manage to get many reinforcements for the attack as well. Harry Kane was injured for such a long time. Their captain, Loris, was injured for such a long time. Manager changed. And even the stadium changed. Things really happened for Spurs this season. A lot happened. And they still managed to go ahead get that Europa League spot. Let's see what next season holds for them. I don't think Mourinho should be expecting many transfers because that is not how Spurs operate. He will have to make do with the squad he has. Really a challenge up to see. Yeah, it's been misery after misery for them. And maybe... Europa League football is a tiny bit of motivation for them. And if they do manage to sell players like Endombele, who seem to be stowaways at Spurs, and Spurs obviously uh, have a huge stadium rebuild. They had a huge stadium rebuild in the past few seasons. So they wouldn't spend big, especially after the pandemic. Um, but yeah, Mourinho does have a rebuilding task at hand. And let's see how he does.
the other side of manchester city not really a lot to play for post lockdown they knew the second spot second spot was sealed they were not going to lose out on champions league football at least in terms of the league position but they also knew that they were far far away from the champions and there was no way they could actually reach them because only after a couple of weeks liverpool were actually uh, crowned champions so they didn't really have anything to play for but yeah they did de bruyne managed to break the great assist record set no not sorry break it uh, equalize onri's assist record of 20 assists per season and another person achievement was edison's golden glove yeah um de bruyne fantastic season in my opinion uh best player this season in the premier league but edison's golden glove doesn't really reflect city's defense they, even though they have the second best defense in the league they um they still managed to miss out on a few victories which could have made the difference in this season's title run of liverpool um laporte was in a you know injured for a long term and city are going to go berserk in the window for <laughs> another defender maybe for kolebali who knows but i don't maybe another 50 million defender yeah but i don't think the edison golden glove means anything to them and they are going to look towards more improvements in their defense exactly i mean they were very scared they were on the ropes about their champions league participation for next season but honestly i'm thankful obviously it doesn't seem right that they got away so easily but imagine a city side not playing champions league football for two seasons not having that pressure not having those midweek games i think we could just confirm the premier league titles for the next two seasons so in a way obviously i'm glad that they have to play champions league football because there's not really much they can do in it but also it gives the premier league more competition so yeah that's some good news on that front but it is very annoying that they got off so easily yeah it's a huge sigh of relief for all parties isn't it um, without european football and with the kind of money that city spent there was no doubt that premier league basically would have been a one horse race um with liverpool's attention towards various competitions um but city i'm sure are happy and they are going to get to keep players like sterling and de bruyne and they were going to spend anyway whether they were banned from <laughs> exactly. or not so right. this season this transfer window is not going to be any different and i'm sure they're very disappointed 18 points gap between first and second huge gap to close and liverpool don't look like they're stopping anytime soon and liverpool fans if you're expecting any more praise from me please 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 go away i've already made a 45 episode for them 45 minute episode for them and it was agonizing so <laughs> liverpool have definitely managed to earn our respect respect this season and also managed to make a lot of more enemies uh, we've seen a good klopp versus lampard battle we've seen guardiola passing some jibes at liverpool winning individual awards next season some management rivalries are going to spike up making this even more fun it's all to play for man next season what a roller coaster of a season we've had very exciting very enthralling right enthralling and thrilling right till the very end it's kept us on our toes and we were all watching all matches on the last game week really yeah, i'm already buzzing for next season we already have a start date August it's going to be such an amazing period with Champions League and Europa League only for Man United fans um, <laughs> but um yeah football has been Don't forget Chelsea playing Bayern Munich they still have a chance of a comeback Yeah sure we'll see about that <laughs>
another fantastic thing is Leeds United returning. Hopefully they get relegated and get back to where they belong. Sorry, not 18. Yeah, probably 18 seasons. That's where they've been. Yeah. Great end towards the Premier League. Post-lockdown football has been amazing. And covering post-lockdown football, post-lockdown Premier League has been an absolute pleasure. And uh, we really thank you for listening and tuning in week in, week out. And uh, we'll be, you know, even the Premier League has concluded, we'll be talking about some exciting topics and we're going to have some great guests come in. So stay tuned for that. And for more updates, just follow our social media on Instagram and Twitter. Just search Woodwork and Nutmegs. Thanks a lot, guys. That's it from our side for today's episode. It was great fun covering the season. Tune in for the following episode for a lot more.